You ready? Born ready. <laughs> Ducks fly together, Ray. Welcome to episode eighty nine of the Effort Boys podcast. Where I was re- I'm re- I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Waiting, waiting, waiting. And that threw me off. Yeah, well, you know, gotta step up your game, be professional. Um we I've been here for an hour and a half and we've been looking at cameo for the past hour we were watching review bra for a half hour and then we were looking at random people's cameos for the past hour it's yeah it's still up on my screen it's surprising like and i think we've talked about we have on the podcast before yeah and it was really bad radio because we just went through and we're like oh look at this guy look at this guy so we shouldn't be doing that again but we can talk about how we will be on cameo soon yes i'm gonna do that this week okay i'm gonna get us on i'm gonna get us on i'll I'll open accounts on like every premium platform what Uh, we will put on there remains to be seen but we will be on there yeah so you know we'll see how that goes Yes. We can sell our pictures of our feet too. Yeah. On Cameo. Videos of our feet on Cameo. Or Patreon. Patreon. Or should we start an OnlyFans? We can. We can do. So on. On Cameo, there are a bunch of people who like say they do it for free, and then they're like, yeah, you have to tip me. My music is on my OnlyFans, so if they can upload music, we can upload podcasts. Love it. We can just do just do a free OnlyFans, or we can, can do, do it that? for sixty nine cents, and we'll just have a bunch of like audio of us ranting about things that aren't on the podcast. Yeah, we can just yeah. like we'll each have our own and pictures like, and pictures of our buttholes. Well, yeah, zoomed in so you can't really tell who's who. <laughs> That's no, you have to guess. Um, do you okay? You were do you were texting me about this the fireman memes when our friend was in um, those memes. Yeah. You, shout out, shout out to Suburban Pete for letting us know about that. Correct when he was filling in some gaps. Uh, can you tell me the story how it came about? Because you were texting me and I'm like, just stop and tell me on the podcast. Yeah, so I literally got a text message from um, the the fireman. Who is in said meme? The fire meme. Yeah, the fire fire meme, meme man. man. Um, and he just he texted me and he was like, "Let me find. I have to find it." So, oh boy, this um, is yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember when I said we weren't going to pause the the recording? We're just going to go right. Through yeah, exactly. So we don't have a late night for you. Uh, I'm well. Yeah, I, I scrolled up too far and I was reading about us planning Suburban Pete's bachelor party. By the way, oh, when's that going to be? Um, no, that was from the first time when it didn't oh. happen was the last time that he texted me. Um, okay. The IHIBW only fans is available. So, well, you know, um, coming soon. Yeah. So he randomly texted me, on and who was just like, appreciate the shout outs on the podcast. And then he said, the meme was created by my ex-wife to fuck with me. And it's followed me through my career and haunted me. <laughs> Has it really haunted? I mean, he's a beefcake. Like, what's the big deal? And th- so that's what I was like, well, it's less fun knowing that it was created by your ex-wife to haunt you. But I was like, I said, I was hoping the picture was taken by like a, a, a citizen whose cat you saved. <laughs> and he goes, oh, no, weirder than that. But then he go- goes into there's like these creepy weirdos who are like fire fans. And 
he said they sit they sit at home and listen to their scanners and then drive to active fire scenes to take pictures and just like whack off to the picture and i was like yeah that's actually really alarming and then he um i sent him a picture of my scanner and i was like well now i know what i'm doing with this and uh (laughs) so he said he saw one of them as he came out of a fire he dumped his gear and wanted to fuck with them, so he took his shirt off to show off his abs because he knows he works out. Because he knows he works out. Yeah. And um, so someone found it on like a Fire Nerd website and <laughs> sent it to his ex-wife, and she was like, I'm going to make him into a meme. And so he said now like if whenever he gets assigned to a new firehouse or something they'll be like those will be printed out and like taped all over his bunk and shit i feel like it could be way worse it wasn't like he posed in playgirl like uh wolf the investigator from nathan for you yeah I- like it's <laughs> like that deep cut what's the guy's name i don't remember whatever the wolf man um but yeah and i was like I was like, well, I'm surprised to know that, one, you listened to the podcast. And he was like, well, truth be told, Pete told me to listen <laughs> in. But anyways. Um, and so, like, after we went back and forth talking about this, I was like, oh, FYI, I'm talking about all of this on the podcast. He's like, that's fine. I don't give a shit. When I saw him um, this summer at Grandpa Pete's house, he said something. He was like, oh, how's the podcast going? Whatever. And I was like, oh, it's good. Whatever. He's like, I really got to get around to listen to it. I'm like, you don't really have to. If you don't, <laughs> like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to, yeah, go ahead. I feel like that's the people who listen to the podcast are like, why don't you tell other people about it? And I'm like, I don't know. You might just be too close to it because if you were us, you wouldn't want to tell other people about it either yeah but he did say his i guess he has since listens because then he did say um his favorite episodes are the ones with patch everyone's favorite episodes i know are the ones with patch like that my favorite episodes are the ones like with some patch. some guys just have it and patch has it he does and like i i really thought it was people who had met him before liked it but people who don't know him yeah people who have no idea who favorite. he is they yeah. also yeah episode three and episode like 67 or something sure those are the patch cast episodes yeah and then a special call in episode and stuff yeah every um, once in a while you know he'll call in did he mention anything about remembering being my interview subject for an argumentative paper danny yeah no oh, i okay. also didn't ask about that <laughs> I, I think i didn't i talk about it on the podcast i don't remember or was that off air which might be it, available on OnlyFans? It, yeah it very well could be the raw footage yes i've heard it both ways raw yes um do you want to talk about never ash uh yeah because this might be the last time we talk about them yeah it seems like this will probably be the last time we talk about never ash because they what never responded back to our email so they said to email them and i was like oh hey blah 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 whatever um we're down to do whatever you want but like we really think it would be cool if you come on the podcast we don't care if you give us free stuff we just have a bunch of questions and then he sent back like a novel email um like oh here's the background on the company background on us blah blah blah, whatever like we think it'd be really cool um all this stuff and then was like oh you guys have like a ton of five-star reviews on itunes and whatever um and and i remember reading that i'm like is he sarcastic or is he being genuine? Because we have like 30 fucking uh, five-star five star. reviews or whatever. Yeah. And um, he 
I think he was being genuine. I can't tell because nothing else about his email was sarcastic. And then I was like really honest with him. I'm like, hey, you know, like we only get like 200 listens or whatever. So it is what it is. Those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. Well, I'm like, yeah, we don't like we just fuck around on this. Like we don't do it for money. Just do it. Send us stuff and join our OnlyFans for 69 cents. Um, That's how we stay in diamonds and furs. And he they didn't respond like it was just i'm like hey dude like we'll come because he was like oh where do you record we can come by i'm like no we'll fucking come to you whatever blah blah um so do i follow up with them after like radio silence for two weeks uh no so because i'm thinking all all of the emails were literally we sent one at 9 a.m. to them. They responded at 1 p.m. and then we responded back at 9 p.m. and then radio silence. Yeah, so I'm thinking I can follow up with them and then if we don't hear anything back or they say no, we can just send DOS over there. That's true. Because that's like 15 minutes away from us. Num- number one fan DOS. Yeah, I also... Um, is it weird that I dug deep on our future guests who are never going to come on the podcast i looked them up no not at all so like they're close to our age um their patent address is in a subdivision that my uncle built houses in and i'm not sure if he built this house or not the name the street name doesn't sound familiar but like pretty familiar with the area so we'll just send dos over there and uh yeah he'll take care yeah he'll, he'll he'll get rid of them well, yeah, and he's he's also a firefighter, but could be a firefighter meme, but like a way different kind of firefighter meme than Danny is in. Because DOS knows he does not work out. Yeah. D- well, yeah, that's a di- it's a different uh, it's a different vibe. Yeah, I mean, like they're both you know um, men of fire, but one is more in shape and. DOS is one uh, smokes more cigarettes. DOS's mustache is definitely better. Oh my god, yeah. I saw him oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I saw him uh last weekend and it is it it is a burly mustache. Like he used to keep it like it's a handlebar and he used to keep it like tight buzzed and stuff. Now he just lets it ride. It is like grizzly handlebar. Shaved everywhere else, but like grizzly mustache. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm DOS's number one fan, I think. Um, I don't know. A DOS has a lot of fans. He does. He doesn't have an only fan. He has a lot of fans. DOS should start an only fans. I feel like I would have a DOS has an Instagram that I sent him. I sent him a million fucking links on there and they've never been seen because <laughs> you can see when he opens them and they've never been, never seen. been looked at. So DOS, I know you're listening. I know you're driving when you park at whatever scrap dump you're going to or smelting plant you're going to. Can you open up your Instagram and read all the links? Fire I up sent that you? Instagram DOS. Yes. Um, oh, Okay. I have a there's gonna be a lot of fucking OS talk in this episode, but he called me when episode eighty six aired or whatever, right before Gacy did, um, when I was talking about my deodorant, and he called me and he was like, Hey, I have a question for you and I was like, Okay and he was like, I was listening to the podcast, I was like, Okay and he was like, Your deodorant I'm like, Yeah, what about it? And he was like 
is it irritating under your like in your underarms? I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's like, oh, he's like, is that the aluminum you're talking about? So he was using deodorant, not antiperspirant, and so he was also having like irritation in the underarms. And I'm like, yeah, I had the same thing. So that's why like I'm back on antiperspirant. Um, and then he confessed that he listens to the podcast, like in rotation, like he listens to all of the episodes and then starts again. Oh, is it, is it the only podcast that he listens no, to? No, it's not the only podcast he listens to, but it has to be by volume because he says he, when he gets road rage, he puts on this podcast because it calms him down. And he re-listens, like he listens in order and then starts back again at the top. Hmm. It is insanity because I've listened to every episode twice. I've listened to a few of them three times. He's got to be like five or six times all the way through. Yeah, that's pretty aggressive. Because he said last week he listened to 13 hours of the podcast, which is 13 episodes. That's Which is like almost 20% of our catalog. I don't want to listen to myself for that long, maybe ever. I know the catalog. I've listened to it twice at least. It's not worth more than it's not worth listening to more than once sometimes not even one time no not not even we've had some dry days before um but speaking of my deodorant i went on oldspice.com backslash underarms or armpits or whatever the fuck we did that on was. the podcast i know i went there when i got home and i ordered a bunch of wolfthorn deodorant and so like yesterday was the first day i got to use it again and i'm like i'm feeling back to normal yeah Big-time Wolfthorn guy. Interesting. Mikey from the 80s episode is also a Wolfthorn guy. Should we play some calming down music for DOS right now? Yeah, get, like, get, let him hear it. This doesn't calm me down. Do you want to know why? Because it sounds like elevator music? No, it sounds like hold music. Oh, yeah. That, like, hold music. Well, not hold music. Being on hold gets me fired up. Should we let this play in the background? Yeah, why not? DOS is driving down 80 or he's driving up 294 right now. Because um, it's 10 hours. <laughs> okay. Say he started at 6 in the morning. If he's listening at 8 a.m., how many cigarettes has he gone through? Uh, a pack. In two hours. <laughs> Realistically, my guess is four. Oh, really? Not yeah. that many? Well, I mean, I'm sorry. That's two. That's one every thirty minutes. I mean, yeah, I, that's I, a lot. I guess I was just, I was just thinking it would definitely be more from the man who got off the plane and tried to fire up a cigarette in Las Vegas airport because, quote, you can smoke anywhere in Vegas. Did I tell you what happened when we went to the Cayman Islands? Uh, yeah, I was also just going to reference that when he got was, off the plane and fired up two cigarettes. It was a four and a half hour flight, but it was international. So, like, he's in... Okay, they were driving to the airport and they were parking in some whatever. So he like he insisted that they drive and not get like an Uber to the airport or anything so he could like rip cigarettes the whole way like to the airport. So like he jacked up his body on nicotine, smoked one like right before he walked into the airport, then goes through security ball. Did I tell you about when we went through security with my uncle? My cousin's like, I want to fuck with him. What do I do? And so he looked up like he bought a dildo online and taped a water bottle to it and then put it in his bag. <laughs> yeah, he so did he gets stuck. Stopped by that. security there, but so whatever. So we land in the Cayman Islands. Dos is fucking jonesing, and like 
Customs is very slow in all of those island countries, and so he's getting like really fucking agitated. Oh, well, they're on island time. Well, and we also, I bought, he bought two cartons of cigarettes, and I bought him two cartons of cigarettes, like, from duty-free, so we could bring them in. And so he's sitting there with, like, 800 cigarettes, 400 cigarettes, I don't know how many how come many, in a carton, how many whatever. Cigs? Jamie, pull that up. I'll, either 400 or 800. So he's sitting there with all of those cigarettes, and just, like, itching to get out of the terminal, and he runs outside and lights two cigarettes in between his fingers in one hand and he's just ripping them as hard as he can uh carton has 200 cigarettes so there were four so do the math oh and he had to buy cigarettes while we were there too yeah we were there for seven days so that's why my guess was a whole pack in two hours i'm trying to think nobody else on that trip smoked so yeah he went through kind of a lot yeah, that's an aggressive amount of cigarettes. He was also drinking the whole time, though. So I feel like that is just a constant stream. Like when he was in Vegas, that was the same thing. He brought a carton, and then we were only there for a weekend. He brought a carton and had to buy another pack <laughs> of cigarettes. They Did I tell you what they did at my bachelor party? They flew. Their cousin was getting married on Sunday in Colorado, so the O'Shea boys flew like to vegas on friday and then first thing sunday morning they took off and flew to denver to go to their cousin's wedding that afternoon uh yes that's pretty aggressive i mean could you imagine michael was pretty fucking banged up and dos i don't think slept at all yeah dos didn't sleep michael fell asleep at dinner on Friday. On and Friday. Then, and then Saturday was when we went to that pool party and everyone got pretty banged up. Yeah. But Kevin and I went and got Taco Bell. I got shitty 50-50 pizza. He's 50-50 with Pizza Boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're on hold. I know. I just want to keep letting the music play. Um, okay. The Gacy episodes. Somebody told me mixed reviews to be sure okay tell me what did you get any i, I did get a text message that said the killer episodes are weird oh please don't do any more of them that's what everyone says about the conspiracy theory episodes and i'm like guys you gotta like let the peacock sp- spread his fucking wings <laughs> um it was definitely, we definitely, like, I was not prepared for it. I thought I was, and I was, like, super... Kristen told me yesterday that she's never met anybody who's more over and underconfident at the same time. Interesting. I forget what we were talking about, but I obviously said, I'm like, oh, I could do whatever in, like, two seconds. And she was like, okay, like, you might be, but, like, I, why are you so overconfident about some stuff and, like, super... What's underconfident? That's not what word am I thinking of? Lacking confidence in other things. Sure, I was trying to get like. Well, let's one go word, with that. Whatever. Um, and that's what it was with the Gacy. I'm like, I'm good to go. I know what's happening, and like, wasn't very prepared. And I, th- I think it showed. But we had some good tidbits. Anyways, somebody said that they took a girl on a date to drive by Gacy's house. Um, another listener lives two miles away from his house and running to his house is exactly two miles so he runs there and back every time he goes out for a run um and then two of our georgia listeners were at some um museum um 
It is called the Graveface Museum in Savannah, Georgia. And I guess they have like a ton of Gacy art and we were talking about it. And they said, they're like, oh no, I know you said that like there are a bunch of fakes out there or whatever. But like this guy, he knew Gacy's sister or something. And they were getting them through the family or something like that's how he acquired all of these pieces and paid a bunch for them and sold them for a bunch um and he was like so he's got like a pretty truthful story and i was like you know i don't think i'm ever trusting anybody who was like related to a serial killer yeah that's like immediately you're just starting off as questionable that's what i mean like i kind of have like a rule like if you were friends with a serial killer like i'm probably not going to take your word for things yeah i also did get a text message from um gym teacher nick he was walking his dog and listening to that one of the episodes (laughs) And he had he didn't have headphones. He was just like listening to it from the phone speaker, and he said he like was walking past like a small child when I was yelling about sucking a KFC manager's dick for fifty dollars, which was good advice though. Like that kid should have listened to that information. Like you should never suck a KFC manager's dick for money. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. You know, just IHIBW top tips. That's what we need to make. We need to make shirts again. Um, and like just that, like don't don't suck a KFC manager's dick for any amount of money <laughs> or free chicken. And if he asked for you to call him Colonel, like red flag, <laughs> Colonel red flag. Um, DOS also wanted to actually that could be a shirt, just a picture of DOS. <laughs> Give I, me a thumbs up. Did I send one. you that picture when I was with them? No. Okay. Um. That's a whole story. Let me just... Okay. DOS wants to come on the podcast and do a trivia episode because he thinks he can get all of them right. And I think he can too because I was with them this Sunday and he makes deep cut references like we were in Kristen's dad's garage and there were some bike parts there and he was like, oh, you know who run a, run a bike... Uh, you know who ran a bike chop shop and i was like oh who and he was like patch i'm like dad it was it took me like 30 seconds in my head and i'm like patch patch who do i know that like of dos's friends whose name is patch and i'm like oh i get it now it's from the podcast when he pj's dad mentioned that he used to run a bicycle chop shop in elementary school yeah that is that is correct that's, a that's pretty, episode three. That's a pretty deep fucking cut. For did DOS ever meet your dad at the he, wedding? Did he, it go through? Yeah, my dad. They t- they talked for like five minutes. That okay. was it. Because DOS was walking outside, presumably to grab a smoke, <laughs> and he walked by Patch, and Patch just looked at him. He goes, "You must be DOS." And DOS probably just like damn right and kept moving. <laughs> that was probably the interaction. <laughs> um. So. Th- Speaking of my wedding at DOS, DOS is telling a story about somebody, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, you were there when he told us the story about all of this, like his business he has going on. And I'm like, DOS, I would have remembered that one. And he was like, no, I know for a fact you were there. He's like, I can vividly remember seeing you there. And I'm like, okay, where was it? And Michael blurts in, and he was like, yeah, he was there. It was just his fucking wedding, so he was not present for the story. He was just like in the fucking building. Yeah, that, yep. <laughs> so, so I mean, he was right. You were there. I, that's what I said. I'm like, all right, DOS, like, I guess you're kind of right. I was there, but I was definitely not in this conversation. Yeah. Um, 
So he wants to do a trivia episode, which I'm going to have to like put together, which is going to be like kind of hard to do. That'll be taxing for sure. But well, on the flip side, you can also, if you're going through, you can find some more good references for another sizzle reel or a uh, you know highlight episode. Um, so what I was thinking about doing, I still have timestamps of episodes that we need to like piece together. Um, but I was, this fucking music is so ridiculous. I know it's great. If you want to keep doing, we, we might as well just keep doing it so I can get used to it. Um, I, I feel like I'm just going to go through the episode synopsis and I like, it'll trigger my memory of something. Yeah. Cause I feel like I can get like close. I mean, enough. we already know one is yelling about a KFC manager's dick. How much in 2021 dollars does it cost to suck? (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the question. That's a good one. Um, No, I had some good ones. Like what? uh, He already. I already know it because he's mentioned it. But we'd be like, "What's uh, your dad's neighbor's name growing up?" (laughs) Because he like he mentions Mister Chez all the time of the Chez Wes fortune. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna say it. No, that's all right. That won't be the question. But it'll be stuff like that, which will be pretty deep. Um, so I guess we'll see if other people are. Or, number yeah, one or fans. like who was the who was the? Uh... Nah, no, that's not a good one. Anyways, we'll ask it so we know, so I know to like go harder or softer. Um, I was gonna say who was. I don't know if he talked about it though. I was gonna say who was the bartender at his dad's uh, hotel parties, but I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or before. I, the one when he, he was in Florida. No, in Chicago when they would, uh, his dad would have these like parties after sales conventions at his hotel room, and they had a bartender who would explicitly serve Heineken and Scotch, <laughs> and they would get like all fucking tuned up and patch. The bartender's name was Sam, but um, Patch would. Uh, Patch and Marty would go go in there, and like Marty was like, "Yeah, it looked like goddamn Jonestown in there. Just old, old men <laughs> passed out passed. on any f- any flat surface, and whoever wasn't passed out, they were so fucked up they were out on the balcony trying to throw beer bottles into the Chicago River." <laughs> I don't remember this. This must have been off air. Yeah, um, we can add. This was on the podcast, but I don't. He might know it anyway, so I can just ask yeah, him, that's, what was the name of the bartender at my wedding? I don't even know. Miami Vice. Oh, God, that's right. Don Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, please. I don't get how any... I'm never... That's There are going to be certain things that like, you know, you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Don Johnson being the bartender at my wedding is one of those things that I will never, ever, ever forget. Yeah, well, I can't say the same because I forgot that, but... Uh, I do now remember that instead of his name tag just saying Don, it said Don Johnson, which is like an absolute power. Okay, play. and it's it's so much more ridiculous because every other server or bartender or yeah, anybody it, at it, the like, wedding, Joe, Steve, one name, Carla, one name, not Jessica. even it wasn't even initials either because there was like a mic and like I'm sure there were plenty of fucking mics who worked there, and this guy has Don Johnson, and he was like mid 40s portly fellow with great hair yeah just like he's what you would think somebody named don johnson who insists on going by don johnson looks like yeah i also know for a fact that a lot of places love doing that no last name because 
then the na- the name tags interchangeable. When I worked at Breast Buy, um, I so Mike B got me the job there, like way back when. Uh, one of his buddies worked there, um, and so his buddy was like, "Oh, hey, they're gonna ask you to get your name tag, but just tell them you already have one." And I was like. Why do you have a Ray name tag? And he's like, no. And he opened up a drawer, and there were like 400 name tags. And he's like, just pick one that isn't your name. So when people call in and complain, you're not going to get in trouble. Yes. <laughs> Great I, advice. I would do that um, at one job. Whenever there was like, they they would, I'd get a phone call and be like, hey, uh, yeah, we need a manager to come up here. There's a customer who wants to complain about one of the delivery drivers. I'm like, all right, I'll be up in a minute. And I would go to, I had a box underneath my desk of polo shirts that were embroidered. They were embroidered, but they were embroidered with the wrong name. Like someone ordered Steve and they put like Stan. (laughs) I had a box of these fucking things underneath (laughs) my desk. And I would just pop one of those on and then go talk to the customer. And if I was an asshole to them, they would call and complain to the manager about the manager named Stan. It's the best move ever. (laughs) And that's why if you're ever calling in to like, you know, you're going to call in to get in a fight over something like to complain about something online or whatever, like you're calling customer support, always get their name instantly and then like write it down and get a reference number for the phone call and then go into them and you'll get the best service because like they know that you... They're not on their game quick enough to give you a fake name and like a bum number. Yeah, so you get exactly. on it right away, and then you go. Yeah, because you start off like, "Hey, hi, how's it going?" Uh, be very what, nice. What was your What was your name again? Is there yeah. a reference number for the phone call? Just for my record, no, just so in case we ever get disconnected. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the best fucking line. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, that's how you get the best service. You and if you get shitty service out of it, like you might as well end whatever you're doing with the company because that's just what they do. Like people's gas. Put them on the list. People's gas is a natural gas provider for the Chicago... Well, I think it's metropolitan Chicago, and I don't know if they go any further, but whatever. It's a fucking monopoly. Um, Worst customer service on earth by design. He hires the... Their customer service is just like a rotating crew of people because you call in and you can't get anything done. And so you either get overcharged for something or you call back again and like luck into getting someone to get like a new account or whatever. Like it's by design to be as bad as possible. It's like Comcast does the same thing. Like yeah. it's by design. I mean, I feel like airport or airlines do that as well. Um, uh, how specifically do you mean? Uh, not, I mean, I think that the like customer service phone people. Yeah. Well, the, I feel like the customer service people, all they do is they're just like, they don't ever do anything, but they're just like overly nice and like, well, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry about that, but we can't do anything. And that's like the only thing that they say. So I haven't had until you freak out and hang up on them or. You tell them that you are going on a podcast that reaches thousands of listeners every week and you're going to shit all over them and then they connect you with a manager and they give you a $200 flight credit. Care to elaborate on that? We've talked about it on the podcast before, I think. Did we? Because yeah. I know I've mentioned I'm like I listen to like a pretty moderately successful or I'm on a moderately successful podcast and people are like, oh, what's the name of it? I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell you now. Yeah. Um, but... Okay, I've only dealt with customers, airline customer service in person at the counter, and 
they're all nice, but they're all fucking idiots. Like they want to help you and they think they're helping you, but they're really giving you like inconvenient flights and whatever. So you just ha- you have to know what you need and tell them that and they'll do it, but I don't know. Yeah, well, the reason for mine was I was uh, I was flying out of Milwaukee um to my friend's birthday in Vegas and we had tickets for um the Blackhawks nights the next day and they were like well we can get you on a flight uh the same flight tomorrow which it was like you know it was after work it was like a 10 30 p.m flight yeah like not gonna work and i was like no that that's that's not gonna work because i have tickets to the hockey game for tomorrow at you know 7 p.m like I'll get there after, and then I, my return flight was going to be Wednesday at like one p.m. Like, no, that's fucking garbage. Um, and that's why I had to call in was because my flight was delayed, 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 canceled because they couldn't get a crew. And by the time they canceled the flight, it was like three thirty in the morning, and I waited in line. And they're like, "Well, we can give you a hotel voucher." It's like, no. That's not going to help. And I was like, you, you, all right, fine. I was like, can I just call customer service and get this done tomorrow? Because I'm I'm going to go home and go to bed. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And so I called into customer service and they, it took, it took like a lot of convincing for them to refund my flight. And then I was like, okay, so then what are we going to do about my, the tickets for the hockey game that I missed because you canceled my flight. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't do anything about that. And that's when I started going in on them about (laughs) being on a wildly popular podcast. And then they connected me with a manager and they gave me $200 in flight credits. So 400 total, you got the refund for your flight plus 200 in vouchers. Correct. Did they give you, when was this? Three years ago. Did they give you a paper voucher? No, they emailed it. Oh, did you have to like hand mail it in? No. Because I had a American Airlines like paper voucher and I had to hand mail it. I actually used it for my bachelor party in Vegas. Um I had to hand mail in the voucher. Like they put your ticket on hold for like fourteen days or whatever and give you time to like mail in the voucher. That's pretty weird. Yeah, I thought so. But it was one of those where, like, they gave you the voucher in person. Like, it wasn't like they made... Like, it was, like, yeah. printed on, like, it looked like the paper ticket. Yeah, but like, it was ticket, a voucher. yeah. But, like, I mean, it was... It, well, it was spirit, full full disclosure. But, um, no, they just gave... And you, they just email you, it's just... And they give you, like, a confirmation code. And so then you just, like, if you have a discount or code or whatever... When you're booking another flight on the on through their website, you just type that in, and then it you know. Did I tell you about the only time I've ever flown flown out of Milwaukee? No. It was the first time I went to Vegas. We were 21. It was me, Pat Damon, and Jacob, um, and he was living in Milwaukee at the time, and so he was like, "Hey, my buddy's got um, a hotel hookup or whatever," and then I found us like it was the flights were like 180 bucks or something to fly out of Milwaukee. Um, so he was like, yeah, like, come up here, stay the night Thursday, we'll fly out Friday morning, and then whatever, we'll come back Sunday, and you guys can drive home. So he, we flew direct southwest 
from Milwaukee to Las Vegas. Everything was great, whatever. His hotel hookup got him, I think we stayed at the Rio. It was like $30 a night, <laughs> um, which we didn't know it was like off the strip, but whatever. Um, we. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say, yeah, he got us a really good deal at Circus Circus. No, sadly, Circus Circus was not the first hotel I stayed at. It was like the fifth hotel I stayed at, <laughs> which made it so much worse. We've talked about that yeah, adventure that, before. Did we talk about it when Santa came on? Uh, yes, we okay, did. Okay, good, because that was yeah, something that I needed him there We talked. We talked about like how you guys had to like walk across a fucking parking lot. <laughs> the mobile and, homes. And, yeah, and dodge meth heads to get to your hotel room. Um, and then he spent one night in our... Our buddy stayed in another hotel, and he just slept on the couch in their room because he didn't want to go back to Circus <laughs> Circus. Um, but so we, 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 we go to fly home, and we flew from Vegas to Portland to Kansas City to milwaukee we left flight twelve dollars we it was 180 bucks round trip we left vegas at like i think we probably took off at like 9 or 10 a.m or something um and we landed in milwaukee at like 10 p.m who'd you book your flight with mega bus i that's literally i like so we he didn't tell us anything about it he was just like yeah you fly in and out of milwaukee i'm like okay perfect he was like we leave at like 9 a.m friday and then we get home at like 10 p.m sunday that was the only detail he didn't say that we leave vegas at 9 a.m and then get home in milwaukee at 10 p.m like he left all of that out you're 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 traveling for 13 hours on sunday well so we land in portland and He's like getting up to get off the plane because we had like an hour layover, but it was the same plane, so we didn't have to get off if we didn't want to. And he was getting up. I'm like, "Where are you going?" And he was like, "I'm gonna go get something to eat." I'm like, "But we ate in the airport." And he was like, "Yeah, but it's gonna be a while." I'm like, "What do you mean it's gonna be a while? Like we're only here for an hour, and then it's like a couple of like four hours to get home to Milwaukee." And he was like, "Oh, oh no, no, no!" He's like, "Oh, we have another connection." I'm like what where so we i'm like all right i'm fucking pissed i'm not getting off the plane i'm just gonna sit here and wait so we land in our other connection in kansas city and i'm like all right now i'm fucking starving so i'm gonna get off the plane everything was closed yeah how it was a was sunday say, night at how like terrible is the kansas city airport it was a sunday night at like 8 30 or something so i what like they had like a hudson news or whatever that sold like i think i got like a sandwich and a yogurt parfait and i <laughs> ate it in like two seconds and you were you ate it very angrily well so the flight attendant was like hey you really shouldn't get off here because we're just like unloading and reloading i'm like I'm not going to make it to Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, Listen, I need lady, to get I off and get food. something. And she was like, okay. I need more than a bag of fucking pretzels. Exactly. And that was the last time I flew out of Milwaukee. And six ounces of Coke. Exactly. Um, that might have been also the last time I flew Southwest. Oh, you mean Southwest? Did you know you know Vince Young, the quarterback, like from Texas University and then the Titans quarterback? Yeah. So him and his buddies thought that booking a private plane was booking all of the tickets on a commercial <laughs> airline. And so they did it on Southwest. And so there were like eight of them or something. But like they weren't the first people to book the tickets. So there were like four other people <laughs> on the flight. <laughs> so there were like 12 of like 200 seats taken. <laughs> That's so good. It's also the same guy who had who spent like thousands and thousands of dollars per week at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> at the Cheesecake. It's not like he was spending that money at like Gibson Steakhouse or no, something. It was at the fucking factory. Cheesecake Factory. Reasonably cheesecake factory. priced. 
thousands oh, of dollars. That's so fucking good. And like he's, I guess, doing well now. I don't know about well, but like he's he's doing okay now, and like can like laugh about it. And he was like, "Yeah, man, like we just didn't know, and like we were not smart enough to ask people questions either. Like we thought we knew everything. We, yeah, they were like you. They were way overconfident. Except yeah, we're booking a private plane to get on Southwest.com and buy all the tickets. No, I'm overconfident about being able to do things. I'm not overconfident about like asking questions. How like, do you even do that? Don't you need to put in a name? For they every, probably they went put so, his name for every ticket. That's so insanity. He, he was um, drafted in what, like 2006 or something. So like before, it was easy to book online. So, like, they probably went to a Southwest counter or something or a travel agent, maybe. Still after 9-11. Yeah, but, like, they probably went to, like, they went to a person and were like, I want to book all these seats. And they're like, okay, well, you can book them and give us the names later because they'll probably do that. Like, you need a manifest, but you don't need it four months before. Yeah. But, I mean, I've and then what, do they just, like, give four names and then, like, what about the rest of them? Oh, those are empty seats. No, they yeah, they probably were just there. The seats are empty, um, but they're not going to be able to be sold. Like you, you get you pay for them. Like your money is not going to be refunded. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess that I, I don't know that that definitely involved some phone calls to Southwest. Oh, that or like I said, meeting in person at the counter. Have you ever seen those pictures of like those sheiks? Who get bring com- their hawks? Yeah, they get they they take up like half of a commercial flight and fill it with like their hunting birds. Do you ever think Sir Kenneth the Falconer at Medieval Times traveled with his falcon? Uh, yeah, probably. I gotta find that picture of me and Sir Kenneth. Um, he was definitely weirded out last time I went there because like we so. They they meet you like you can meet them before the show, so we get there and we'll go talk to Sir Kenneth or whatever. And then he comes out and like we're the only people who one like, know him by you're name, like going wild. For yeah, him. and then two like are cheering. We lose our voice when Sir Kenneth comes out, and it's like the very beginning of the show. Um, before they even like bring out any Spanish horses to dance around and whatever. Um, so, like, we lose our voice for Sir Kenneth, and then, like, we boo the shit out of everybody else, whatever. Um, then we meet Sir Kenneth after, and he's always like, who are you guys? Like, I always think it's people I know, but I don't know you guys. <laughs> and then we go up to the people that, like, we boo. I'm just a big fan of your work, sir. Well, so we cheer on our night like it's fucking the favorite team we grew up watching, and then we boo yeah, the obviously. shit. obviously, you we have boo- to. We boo the absolute piss out of every other night and so like the guy who makes it the furthest gets booed the most and we always go and talk to him after and sometimes they're butthurt about it they're like guys like you know it's not real i'm like yeah like that's why we're talking to you now not like cursing you out like we understand it's a show and we're trying to like live in the show and then we get other people who are like thank god you guys are here they're like we can't stand when it's quiet and it's just people like they're like we get we feed off of the booze more than we feed off of the cheers do you have a favorite night no so because they changed the show it used to be the green knight because he was the heel and we would specifically ask Asked for to him be seated in the green section well, because we know he makes it to the final so we know we get to cheer for him the most and then 
will boo the guy who wins. Like it's a system. Like we know it works. And then they changed the show. I remember like we asked for the Green Knight, and then the first guy came out, and I was like, uh oh, something's different. They changed the show, and like they had like a whole new character. So instead of a knight being the heel, this one guy with like the Scarface is the heel. God, that would be. I can't wait to go back. Like, I'm so sick of fucking coronavirus. So I can like, You're I need so to go back. Juiced up for some dinner and tournament. I need to get back to the Schomburg. You Castle. think they've been like working on a new show in, in quarantine or what? <sighs> it wouldn't surprise me because like, I don't know if the Knights. I wish we. So one of our Savannah listeners, her sister dated um, a knight briefly. We talked about that. We did. Yeah, because I think you asked them something about like the king's court some fucking pun about their apartment whatever <laughs> um dos what's the pun on the fucking yeah, medieval there, times there you go. that's one that we don't yeah even... give us the answer um i mean so if you go to medieval times chicago on instagram their third post is of two falcons just throwing it out there is sir, sir kenneth on it no oh, okay no. it's just a picture of the falcons so. i bet while I'm signing us up for Cameo and OnlyFans, I'll look for Sir Kenneth's Instagram and we'll try and DM him. Uh, I used to comment on their... Do I still follow them? Did I unfollow them? I haven't seen a post. Maybe I muted them. <laughs> I, I unfollowed followed, followed them. Followed by IHIPW. Oh, okay. So good. So we. I must have unfollowed them. I, I went through like a bit of a purge. Um, as, as one does. It happens. Um the Schomburg Castle. Yes, PJ. I do think they've been working on new material because I'm pretty sure that, like, the knights are also, like, they have to work the horses out sometimes to, like, keep them show ready and whatever. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, they're they like, yo, we got, like, a year to work on some shit. Unless they're like me where they're like, yo, we got a year to work on some shit. And then one day they're going to be like, hey, we open tomorrow. How's the new show coming? And, and they're, they're like, like oh, we've fuck. been looking at Cameo for... <laughs> we've been watching reviews uh, review the new... Casalupa for the past four years. Yeah. Okay, we watched. All we did was talk about our favorite review bra videos, and we just like watched them back and forth together, and we're just skipping around them. Like, that reminds me of the good old days, PJ, when you used to come over at like 2 p.m. on Saturday, and we wouldn't record till 6 p.m. Well, yeah. And then we wouldn't be done till 10 p.m. And Chris was like, Are you guys fucking finished yet? We're like, Yeah, we just finished one episode. Yeah. Now we can't now do we that can anymore. Churn them out. You, yeah, you have more responsibilities now. I just have one responsibility. It's a lot more responsibility, though. Well, I mean, like in volume, but like by number, it's just one. Um. Okay, should I just tell the story of the fucking? Okay, so Kristen's dad. Are we done with medieval times? Yeah. All right. Um, sponsor the podcast. If Kristen's dad. What if we got press passes? Can you apply for? Are you on the website still? I'm, you're looking like you're on the website. I'm like you looking, have a devious look in uh, your eye. Well, because I just thought of getting press passes. We need to get press passes for Exotica. I should probably apply soon. I think it's the summer. I got to check the dates. Didn't we not get press passes last time? We were formally denied press passes, which <laughs> is the most notoriety we've ever been given. <laughs> a formal denial of yeah, we should put, we should put that in our Instagram bio. <laughs> we'll do it after we get we'll get two time Exotica press pass deniers. Yeah, exactly. As of right now, we're one, and then I guess we're just going to have to request that they deny us next year, so we can be triple X 
press pass exotica deniers exactly. or whatever. Yeah, so I think it's a fucking long con. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so tune in in 18 months to find out the details of that one. Um, so Kristen's dad is trying to get rid of this van and i was telling michael oh, like hey this would be a great like material schlepping van or like bringing around work or bringing around tools and whatever so like if you want it you can come have it um so we set up a day to look at it, it was sunday whatever and he texts me and he was like yeah i'm on the way i'm like all right cool whatever let me know when you're close and he was like yeah it's all three of us and i just res- responded oh dear <laughs> and i told Kristen, and she was like um should i warn my mom and i was like don't bother it's like if a hurricane's coming once you've locked all the windows like what else can you do yeah um so i'm sitting parked out front waiting for them to show up and they show up in dos's truck which have you seen dos's truck it's an f-350 flatbed yes i have so it is just a extended cab i'm pretty sure we talked about it and you said have you seen dos's truck and i said no and when that episode came out dos texted me a picture of it that sounds very on fucking brand um because i'm gonna text you a picture of what happened (laughs) um we'll have to put that on the instagram maybe depending on what it oh, is. Oh, we're for sure. That's why I took it. I'm like, we're for sure fucking... Oh, um, excellent. Excellent. Putting this on the Instagram. Oh, you probably don't need that one. Unless you want some old fucking lines that I didn't bet on. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm good. Uh, so that's my problem when I bet. I have to like take screenshots of my bets so I remember because sometimes I think I bet on the wrong team and I'm like, oh, they won. Great. And then I look at the bet slip and I'm like, oh, oh fuck. Um, so they pull up in this fucking vehicle. It is, it's the vehicle that keeps top-notch site services running. So it has like a big giant-ass compressor you can see sticking out the back. Um there's no back seat in the extended cab because DOS threw it away. <laughs> he didn't need it. And so instead of like leaving it in the garage or the basement or somewhere, he just threw it away. And they were driving around with it in the back and he decided that like they drove by a school with a dumpster. And so he just threw it in the dumpster of the elementary school. Sure, sure. They sure. tried to sell it on Craigslist for a week, and that was too long for KOS to wait. So he said, DOS, get rid of it. And instead of putting it away somewhere, he just threw it in the fucking garbage. Yep, that works. So all three of the O'Shea boys, who at the very smallest are husky, um, were sitting in the bench seat. And I pull. they pull up. I get out of the car. KOS comes out the passenger side. Mike. Michael slides out the passenger side, and then DOS fucking slides out the passenger side. First question, is the driver's side door broken? Response, (laughs) no. Why do you ask? Because why the fuck would I ask if all three of you idiots slide out of the passenger side? DOS says, oh, I just thought it would be funny. I'm like, I mean, I guess it was for an audience of one, which makes this fucking podcast seem normal that we record for, we say an audience of one, but it's really an audience of like two specific people most of the time. Yeah. This was a joke for one person. I was the only one not recording. (laughs) Um, I took notes because I knew I was going to forget. Yeah, because he thought it would be funny. Um, 
all of the shit he the back of this flatbed truck is filled to the brim with shit you saw the picture it's going to be up on our instagram um none of it is tied down it's either heavy enough to stay on the bed and not move or it slides off and dos has to double back and go pick it up yeah that sounds about right mark milk crates fucking everything whatever um yeah, DOS said he listened to 13 episodes to calm his road rage. Um, KOS has, like, a pretty top-notch Carhartt one-piece on. Oh, his KOS has bibs and overalls. Are they black? Are they the winter ones? Or are they just, like, overalls? Oh, no. They're, it, mm, it looks to be the winter ones. Yeah, DO, KOS is Captain Overkill for everything. He has, like, the Arctic <laughs> bibs and whatever. Like, he's like, oh, you'll never be cold. I'm like, I've never, ever been cold in my bibs, and I've worn them in, like, minus 20-degree weather. Like, never have I ever yeah, been cold. I, yeah, them. I just have the regular. The quilted ones. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and they're perfectly fine. Um, So, top, like, we're going to get back into, like, snow plowing for ourselves next winter. Um, and I was telling KOS, I'm like, yeah, my father-in-law has this, like, three-wheeling ATV that we can have DOS weld a plow, like, make a custom plow, and we can use it for sidewalks so we don't have to fucking shovel anything, you know? Um, so they came to look at it, and DOS is like, yeah, so I was doing some research before I got here, and this Honda three-wheel ATV was very popular and still is because they only sold it for, like, a couple years. And Wait, I was is like, it an ATC 200? Uh, maybe. The uh, yeah, it is. It's 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 three it's wheels the Honda three wheeler two hundred. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Mudbug Man has one. Oh well, I will have one soon. Whoa! But we're gonna fix it up and sell it because um, it's not gonna work with a plow on it. And do you know why they don't make them anymore? Yeah, because they're fucking death traps. Yeah, because I guess they fucking roll over if you take a turn going more than like three miles an hour. That is correct. <laughs> So yeah, he was like, "There's." He was like, "We could plow snow straight, but the second you turn, you're just gonna tip right over." So he's gonna fix it up, and we're gonna sell it, and then buy one with four wheels. There you go. What else we got? Oh, I told him instead of getting out of the truck and one, it would have been funnier if he got out. They all got out Dukes of Hazard style. <laughs> um. So we were trying to get this van started, which hasn't been started in two years. And I was telling DOS, I'm like, yeah, do you want to go to your truck and get some starter fluid? And he comes, he was like, uh, I don't have any, but let me, like, I can find something flammable. And my mother-in-law was like right next to me when he said that. And she was just like mortified. <laughs> he came back with like Blake brake cleaner. And I was like, is that good enough? And he was like, oh yeah. He was oh, like, yeah. He's like, it's most of the same components as starter <laughs> fluid. It's no big deal. And he's just like, shh, for like two minutes. Oh, he's like, all right, that'll God. be good. Fire <laughs> I turned my mother and I'm like, don't worry, he's a firefighter. It's safe. We're safe. Don't worry, he's a professional. <laughs> um, professional what? Well, so we were like at the very, whatever, we're talking about everything with my mother-in-law and then um, I like we had been talking for like five minutes and I didn't know that she was standing right there and I was like, I'm like, oh, like I haven't seen them for a while. So like, we're probably just going to like hang out here and like catch up or whatever. Like you don't have to stay out here if you don't want to. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go right back inside. Um, and I didn't know this, but like apparently we were being like super loud and it finally like clicked when I saw her like peer out the window. Um, 
you've been around the O'Shea boys and like we're very loud people. Uh, that is correct. So it doesn't register to me at all. It's just like normal. And Kristen like yells at me. She's like, you, that your mom's side of the family is the loudest family I've ever met in my entire life. Like every single person in that family is as loud, like is maximum volume at all times. Yeah. So full throttle a hundred percent of the time. (laughs) So the first Thanksgiving she came, Kristen came to, um, my mom's side i was like yeah you know like whatever here's like what to expect whatever um and i was just i just said i was like oh we're kind of like a loud family and i don't know if she thought that meant like i don't know what she thought i meant by it but we got in the car to leave and she was like you know when you said you were loud i'm like yeah was it too loud for you and she's like no i mean like i I get it now and i'm like what do you mean you get it now and she was like well there was a point when you were at the table yelling across it at full volume at your cousin and she was yelling back at you but you guys weren't fighting you guys were just having a normal conversation yelling in between 12 people talking for like five minutes at full volume yeah and that wasn't even a thanksgiving where suburban pete brought his own butter wrong side of the family i know that's what i'm saying oh it wasn't yeah even my dad's side isn't that loud um no, you're not allowed to be loud with uh, Bruce present. I was more my grandpa. Like I feel like, oh, like yeah, I too. was like deathly afraid of my grandpa. Oh my like, god, I forgot about that. What? When you would like text me updates from your that side of the family's like parties. Oh yeah. You, the, like I remember the one where you were like, "Oh my god, we found a knife downstairs." Oh, that was the, when we found the torture chamber. Yeah, that was a good one. That was like the age of digital cameras. I remember those pictures on Facebook um, because we went, we were like just going through like the closets. It was like, maybe it was Christmas and not Thanksgiving. It wasn't Thanksgiving. It was probably Christmas. Um, And we were just like dicking around, like going through stuff. And we found a Christmas sweater. Um, Peter found a a sweatshirt that said like, I'm 75 and alive or something and he was wearing it and (laughs) Pete's dad yelled at him for wearing it because he was like oh yeah uncle so-and-so is gonna wear that when he turns 75 and he was like but he just turned 70 (laughs) like it was like years away and he's like no he's gonna wear it next blah 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 put that back yeah and then Gina found like one of Pete's dad's like motorcycle jackets with a lot of fucking tassels on it (laughs) but we were like in the basement and found it was like a chair in there was like drywall cut out of the wall in the basement and there was like a chair inside and we're like oh like this is where tortures happen yeah this is it there was a knife in there wasn't there? yeah there was a diving knife and so we like brought it up to Pete's dad and he was like, no, no, it's a totally normal thing. It's there so you can read the water meter. And I remember looking and I was like, there's no, my grandpa's way too short to read the water meter with this chair. Like, this is <laughs> not what this is for. There's just stuff like that. Yeah. It's good. So good stuff. Uh, great stuff. A lot you of know. good stuff. Um, I made my grandpa sauce this weekend uh, or this weekend this week whatever like wednesday um and i was going to add pepper in and shout out to pepper the dog by the way mackenzie's favorite instagram follow um 
I was going to add pepper, and I grabbed the big container. Like, we have a, you know, giant A Costco-sized container of black pepper. And there's a side that's like a shake side and a pour side. Well, I was like rushing through it or whatever, and I looked at it, and I saw like the bottle tipped over. And I was like, oh, that's the pour side. I need the other side. So I just flipped it around and didn't look and opened it. One shake and like a third of the bottle came out in the sauce you hate to see it i mean i scooped a lot of it out but it's it's like it's just my it's my grandpa sauce but it's like really fucking spicy in a good way like it's not like overpowering chris kristen even liked it and she didn't really like spicy foods so Mackenzie did not that's how i got outed i put some on like some pasta shells or whatever and chris was like oh can i give her some yeah sure whatever she kept taking she loves pasta she kept taking like bites of it and like making a weird face and then like going in for more and making a weird face and being like what the fuck is going on like i've never had spicy food before what is this <laughs> and chris was like is there like a lot of pepper or is this spicy or something i'm like there's probably more pepper than there should be in this. Yeah, we had a mishap in the kitchen. Um, there was also a mishap. Th- so it's made with like pork neck, like a package of pork neck, which is like bones and like the meat off the pork, whatever. Um, so like you try and take all the bones out at the very end, but I don't strain it or anything because like it's a huge fucking recipe. Um, so like there's a chance you might get like a bone in your food or whatever, like whatever occupational hazard. Um, Kristen got one in her food and had like a mental meltdown. Just couldn't handle it. Just, I mean, I feel like this music is like putting me to sleep. Is it doing that to you? Because it makes me like for the past twenty minutes, I just want like I just want to end the episode. I just want like I'm so tired, but I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm not like in my head. It's telling me that I'm tired, but like my body is not tired. My body is telling me no. Um, Ray just injured himself. Uh, I can play through. It. He's rubbing his under the Don't table. Spoil it. That's for the OnlyFans. <laughs> um. What were you saying? Bones and food, whatever. Like, whatever. Big deal. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. It could be, uh, you know, birdshot. Biting into, well, that's what I mean. Like, biting into that's not great. And it was really, it was about half the size of a penny. So it was really small. And it was the only one. Yeah. I got the rest out. Yeah. It's like Build, a big city. It builds character. Yeah. He'll be fine. Um, Does she... Is she, like, one of those people who is not a fan of... Uh, like eating meat off the bone, like chicken wings. She's very wishy-washy, and her opinion changes every fucking time. Because sometimes she's okay with like bone and wings, and other times she like bone Needs and wings gross me out. Nuggets. Like it all depends on like what type of mood she's in. Because like sometimes she'll eat ribs, and sometimes she won't want ribs, and like it's. If it's like a bone-in fillet or something, like she would rather have it without. Like it's, she's very back and forth on her opinion on the subject. She asks us what we're going to talk about on the podcast. I'm like, I'm just going to talk shit about you for an hour. So, <laughs> she's like, "Do you want my input?" I was like, "Absolutely not. Why would I want that?" No, thank you. So that's the only shit talk we'll talk about her. So. Okay, fine. Um, I don't really want to get into the. I I just had one yeah. question for you. Um. Was there any resolution to why the Vegas shooting happened? I don't think so. And it was like they we'll were just... we have to have the I-team investigate. Yeah, that. maybe we'll look into that for next episode. Because like it is my understanding that they're just like, yeah, he, this guy lost it. Yeah, I think that was it. That was like the most concrete answer we got. 
Yeah. Just, and everyone was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everyone just accepted it and moved on. But yeah. So we'll look into that one. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And subscribe to all of our premium profiles. Exactly. <laughs> just let it run for like an hour. Yeah. There's always money in the banana stand.